So I have a daily question for you. Okay. What is your favorite chore? Because we're adults. We all actually have a favorite chore or a chore that we don't hate doing. And I would like to know what your favorite chore is. I think at this stage in my life, my favorite chore might be anything I'm able to do sitting and alone. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm trying to think of, are there any chores that fit that criteria? Also, is it... uh, I was about to say hypercritical. Is it hypocritical for us to talk about cleaning when our house looks the way it does right now? Mm, well, I mean, people didn't have to know that. <laughs> well, right. Podcast. <laughs> our house is in complete order. Everything so much is order. exactly right. Um, I absolutely know where my Kindle is. Um, there are not books on the floor of our library that we're looking at right now. I have... A total awareness of where both of my headphones are, <laughs> my right and my left earbuds, for sure know where they are. Um, I definitely did the dishes after dinner, like immediately after dinner, because I am a good housewife. <laughs> I didn't just leave my plate on the table. Who does that? There is not a single glass in this house that is not either in the cabinet or in the dishwasher. <laughs> Our lawn is manicured, 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 manicured. Only because the HOA takes care of it. Oh, I was talking our backyard. Oh, I'm pretty sure you mowed like a week and a half ago. Um. Okay. So, anyways, favorite chore? A chore. So, for you, is one that you would prefer to do sitting down and alone? Yeah. Well, okay. So I can think of chores, but they are not ones that you do. <laughs> no, I'm saying that like fit your category of oh. like sitting down and alone. Oh, yeah, like, like folding diapers for you. Yeah, or just folding any sort of laundry yeah. that's sitting down and I can do it yeah. alone. Well, I think, I mean, I really enjoy vacuuming. Mm. I don't get to do that as often. And I really, I genuinely enjoy being able to do the dishes and set up uh, my phone and just watch something as I'm doing dishes. Hmm. That Because I just get to put in my headphones, both of them that I'm able to find, <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, um, you have both the right and the I, left. I absolutely do. And just kind of watch my own show and tune out for a little bit as I'm doing dishes and mm. get to see. I, we never have a pile of dishes. So never. It's never like seeing a mountain dissipate. So like how can you even watch a video? Yeah, it's not even long enough. I mean, I'm watching like two reels and that's about uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have enough time to swipe. <laughs> it's never taken me like a full 45 minutes to get through everything. <laughs> and then you turn around and there's a dish on the stove. <laughs> or my... So, so helpful wife who just brings a dish to me every two minutes. <laughs> yeah. I mean. That would never happen. Never. <laughs> I think that those two would be my favorite chores. What about you? Um, well, I have seasonal chores that I mentioned before of I love shoveling snow mm-hmm. and I love mowing the lawn even though you were the one who most recently mowed the lawn, but that was because you had to fix a lawnmower and then just decided to do it, even though I wanted to. I don't love the picking up dog poop right before mowing the lawn, though, but it's kind of okay because I can't really smell anything since having COVID, so I don't mind it as much. Um, But non-seasonal favorite chores are I thoroughly enjoy putting away the dishes from the dishwasher. I love putting things back in the place that they belong. 
and it really doesn't take me that long. Which is such a compliment to me and <laughs> our relationship because that's my least favorite chore. And so and the I fact hate doing that dishes. You, yeah, so we we balance each other very well. In then why one. can we never get the dang dishes done? <laughs> I'm I'm sure it has nothing to do with having two kids right now. <laughs> I mean, I don't unload and you don't load, so maybe we're I don't just... know how they happen. <laughs> <laughs> Struggle bus. Um, I I really don't mind folding laundry. Um, but putting it away is another thing. I just mm. like it. I would rather it just like be folded and live in a basket than actually yeah. put it which away. Is, which is why I so graciously just live out of baskets in the laundry room for you. <laughs> Our third closet. I, I honestly don't think that I've pulled a black shirt from my closet in the past two months. No, I just keep the laundry room <laughs> stocked with your black shirts nice and clean and, and I love hanging it. up. <laughs> For some reason, that feels more like that feels like less work than having it in my closet. And yet every morning I have to walk out of our bathroom, out of our bedroom, (laughs) into the laundry room, turn on the light to pick out which of the black shirts I want that day. Oh, there are different ones, (laughs) but way less work than putting them away. Yeah, even though our closet is in our bathroom. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm trying to think of other chores. I don't know that I have very many other favorite chores. I just like having a clean house. Yeah, I it, do too. In our family, despite all that we've mentioned so far, yes, our house is currently a mess. And we have a saying pretty much that goes, if our house is messy, then our hearts are messy. Mm-hmm. And... If we can clean our house, then we can feel a little bit cleaner inside as well. Mm-hmm. And so we legitimately clean this stinking house like every other day. Yep. <laughs> like not well, there is also we have we had to reestablish this most <laughs> recently because Trevor would use the word clean when he really meant tidy. And then you <laughs> <laughs> What did you call my tidying? <laughs> Displacing. <laughs> and it, it was because in, you would just pick up one thing and put it in a new location. Which our poll very early in this session <laughs> is uh we'll see how how do I how do I word this? Is there a difference between displacing and tidying? Because realistically, if I am tidying my daughter's toys, I am simply displacing them from the floor into certain places on her shelf. I don't know that I even argue about. I don't think that it was it wasn't so much about the discrepancy between tidying and displacing. It was between those two combined tidying displacing together and cleaning oh sure yeah i i displace yeah. i tidy i don't clean right yeah. cleaning means like disinfecting actually lifting up the couches and vacuuming underneath yeah finding all the legos and toys you've been missing for a while but not finding the kindle because we don't know where that is oh no we, I, I, <laughs> spoil it i'm sorry <laughs> i was i was continuing apparently you guys very you can clever deception <laughs> 
<laughs> apparently there's a, a find your Kindle option, but you first have to uh, ignite it on the yeah. Kindle before it works. <laughs> there's going to be like two people that get this. And so if you don't get it, don't worry about it. Uh, I am currently reading The Slow Regard for Silent Things, which is a book about a girl that essentially has OCD and is finding the right place for everything. And um, that just so happens to be the book I'm reading when I lost the Kindle, which feels oh so ironic. So only two people are going to get that, even though you just explained it? (laughs) (laughs) That might have been my first sigh on the podcast. (laughs) Okay. You, You mentioned something about vacuuming up under the cushions and all the Legos and stuff. Yeah. I think it's worth mentioning. And and I think this is a little bit crazy and also such a uh, easy to miss gesture of love from my mother. Mm. Growing up, I played with Lego all the time and we have a monstrosity of a collection at home, like benches of Lego. Yeah. And uh, I would play with it pretty much every single day. And my mom told me probably just a couple years ago that every single time she would vacuum, she would stop vacuuming to pick up Lego pieces and to put them back in the buckets. Rather than throwing them away? She would never vacuum up a Lego piece. And until I had kids and until I had like some Legos around and was trying to clean up the house, granted they are, you know, it was my mess. It wasn't our kid's mess. But I was like, man, it would be so much easier just to vacuum up this one by one like yep so much easier and as i picked it up from the floor i think it was this strange moment of recognizing the depth of the love my mom had for me and my Mm. toys like because i was like this sucks (laughs) i don't want to clean i just want to vacuum it that's so much easier i definitely didn't throw away a lego the other day oh man just means you don't love our kids it's true Sarcasm flag for uh, for I, my father-in-law. I think, <laughs> Sorry. I think if anybody has not caught on to any amount of sarcasm this episode, you're probably super fluent. You're probably fine. <laughs> or you, you might want to find a different podcast. <laughs> you can't hang with us. <laughs> I don't know if we've had this much. Sar- I don't know if we've had any sarcasm in well, our other episodes. Probably none. <laughs> Who even knows? I don't even know when I use it anymore. It's just my use it fluent mm. second language. One thing that I think we have to talk about in an episode that's maybe about cleaning. I don't know what it's about anymore. Is um, the idea of spiritually cleaning? Mm. Because I think that it's one thing to just clean your house or clean your living space. And it's one thing to go through a process of like cleaning your heart and cleaning your spirit. And that might be through prayer and fasting and devotionals and a retreat into the mountains or meditation or something like that. Sure. But I think there's this, at least for me, there's something really powerful about when I'm able to clean the house, but have it be a outward sign of an inward act where me cleaning up the Lego is is the physical action I'm engaging in. But then in my mind and my heart, it's a prayer of how much I do love my kids and reminding myself and praying through 
you know, Lord, help me to love my kids better. Love, mm. help me to see the opportunities to love them, like picking up this Lego rather than just throwing it away. Sure. Uh, and I think that in the times that our house has been clean, which there have been many. I think it was like two days ago. Yeah. It was clean. I think so. It has never been more clean than when I am spiritually cleaning it. Because it is that reflection of my heart. So is it just you being really reflective while you are physically cleaning? Is that what yeah. you mean by spiritual cleaning? Yeah, so I'm, I'm reflecting and I'm praying and I'm really, I, I'm opening the windows of the house and I'm lighting candles and it's all part of this process of, it's not just about sweeping and mopping. It's mm -hmm. about what does what does the floor of my life and my heart look like right now? And how do I get rid of some of these stains that just feel like they're so stuck and spend the time in the midst of it scrubbing it out? Yeah. And how does that apply to my spirit and maybe some of the bitterness that I'm holding on to or the anger or um, just the places that might feel shameful or icky in that moment and mm -hmm. really praying through it and letting it be a process of, like seeing that stain on the floor go away mm. as I'm praying through it and recognizing, you know, through, through the prayer, like, okay, that doesn't have to have a hold on me anymore. The same way it isn't on my floor anymore. Mm. And I, there's something about it that just really, I haven't had the opportunity. Well, maybe I haven't made the opportunity to do that in several months and I'm definitely due for one. Yeah. Um, especially in this new life, I think it's harder with a three month old and a two, two year old, mm -hmm. um, and just being exhausted. But I think that actually enhances the practice, like everything that makes it harder. Yeah. Enhances the process because then it, it is more of a, um, intentionality behind if she pulls those crayons down one more time. <laughs> I have I'm definitely not hidden toys because I got sick of uh, cleaning them up. Well, yeah, no good parent would ever hide that. toys. No. <laughs> you bought those toys for them. Why yeah. would you hide them? Especially toys that make noise. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you take out those batteries? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, no, I think that's a really good practice. And I don't know that I have ever given that a chance. Or now that like as you explain it, I don't know that I have pursued cleaning with that mindset. Mm. And I think that I would like to do that soon, not only to have a clean heart, um, but also to like, you know, see it as I am serving my family by cleaning this house right yeah. now. And maybe it would help me to have a better attitude about it and also just, I don't know, it... I know that it would just feel good and it would just change my perspective of like, I'm not just cleaning this stain off this floor Yeah. or I mean, maybe I am like, this is the visual action of it. And also letting that call to mind how Jesus has wiped our sins away, mm -hmm. you know, like even just like relating it to that, which sounds a little cheesy as I like say it out loud, but calling to mind what our savior has done for us is not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Um, I mean, I would, there is one thing I'd like to point out here. Um, well, maybe two things. 
first. You're yes, only allowed one. Well, get over it. <laughs> this will help somebody, I'm sure. But as we're speaking about a cleaning episode or chores or whatever this is, there has been a saying recently that I don't know where I saw it, probably on Instagram. <laughs> um, but it essentially was a poem of like, I don't want to look back on the times that I have with my children and see myself cleaning. You know, obviously I could be sitting on the ground building a block tower with my daughter, but instead sometimes I choose to vacuum or instead I'm choosing to do some other chore. And that reframe just helps me recognize like, okay, like this, these chores are going to still be here in 10 minutes. They're going to be here when she goes to bed and it's okay for me to not do the dishes right this minute and instead play with my daughter, which I think is just so hard, especially, you know, I identify as a one on the Enneagram and I like to accomplish a lot of things and I love accomplishing tasks, especially. And so not doing chores in place of actually spending time with my children is what I want to look back on. The poem, if you want to look it up, is called Dust If You Must. It's really good. Um, so my second thing is, as you were speaking about spiritual cleaning, I was trying to figure out what that would mean for me before you even stated your definition. Oh, yeah. And I think for my spirit to feel clean, sometimes it literally feels like I need to spend some time on my knees just sobbing, mm. like literally washing my soul clean. Mm -hmm. And I recently had that opportunity. And though it at the moment felt like, you know, I was at rock bottom, just crying my eyes out. Yeah. At the same time, like it feels so good that like once you hit that low of lows, there's nowhere to go but up. Yeah. And now you have a clean space to do that with because your tears have like washed away all the yuckiness. And now you just have a clean slate to start on. Yeah. I think another thing to to what you're talking about is when I'm spiritually cleaning, I always have worship music playing. Mm. I think that's a big part of it too. Because uh, in the moments when I'm not praying, I'm I'm worshiping or engaging in that in that music. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a big part of it too. Um, of rather than, you know, having the office on, having worship music like that already is a big shift sure. and changes it and makes it feel like I really like the, I mean, the definition of the word holy is set apart. And ever since I learned that, it really changed a lot in my faith, oddly, just because now I, I think like, oh, set apart, holy, like there's something about understanding it in that language because i think i just grew up thinking like holy great that just means mm, higher like <laughs> pure maybe unblemished <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but like the idea of set apart like that that form of cleaning is holy because it is set apart from other mm. forms of cleaning yeah yeah um i feel like we need to like segue into how to wash baseboards or something i didn't i feel like we missed something I mean, well we can definitely talk about the chores that nobody does like cleaning baseboards or i i, I don't would know, vote just paint it instead don't clean it paint it <laughs> <laughs> then it would have like a grainy texture to it what's one thing that you cannot help but clean when you come across it Oh. So, for example, like, would you like my example first? Yeah, I'll take your example because I can't think of one off the top of my head. Okay. So, for example, 
I love to walk around this house barefoot. And when it is grainy from the sand that our child brings in from the sandbox or somebody spilled crumbs on the floor, it's not every single time, but it's dang near close that I can only last for like it will be swept up by the end of the day because I cannot stand walking on it anymore or I will vacuum it or something like or if it's sticky, I have to wipe it up because I just cannot stand walking on grains. Mine's going to be hard because I am not a consistent person. Mm. And so like during the course of a week, I might do something every single time. But in general, it's not going to happen every time. The only thing that I think for me comes close is if I see our keys somewhere other than the key rack, I will always put them back. Now, you know what you always do? You always put my stinking shoes in the shoe rack like they Uh, belong there or something. Yeah. If I ever start cleaning, that's one of the easiest things. But I was actually thinking about this the other day. At least I know where to find them. (laughs) When I start cleaning, uh, my first like mode of cleaning is uh, what I call the tangential cleaning. And so it's just following all these tangents. And so what it means <laughs> is that if I started the living room and your shoes are there, I'm going to walk to the closet. I'm going to put your shoes away. And then if I see something near the closet, like if I see one of the daughter's toys, I will bring it into the living room and put it back. And then if I see a cup, I will take that cup to the kitchen sink. I don't think you're alone in that. It's not just like an ADHD thing, of course, because that's what we always call it back to. I literally do the same thing and I don't have ADHD. But I'll do that until the house feels somewhat orderly and then I will stick to one thing. Sure. Like, I'll save the dishes for the end. You always do. And it always drives me nuts. Well, (laughs) if I don't, my wife is going to show up every two minutes with a new dish. (laughs) I'm going to finish and be like, oh, I'm so done. And then right as I raise my arms up, (laughs) one is going to appear. (laughs) I put a cup in your hand. (laughs) So you think more people than just me do the tangential cleaning? Yeah, I do. I don't know that it's necessarily like... um, like a one item by one item thing for a lot of people, like how you were just saying, you yeah. know, cup and toy and all the things. But I, I feel like I do that. Huh. It just might look a little bit more organized because I'll be in like one well, that's zone. Also you, so probably. <laughs> but it'll, it'll, it might just be in one zone. But it'll be like. See, I think more people do zone cleaning. Yeah. Because I think that makes more sense. What I'm doing doesn't make as much sense. But I think it's just me chipping away at the mess and moving around. And I never have to commit to one chore that feels overwhelming. Yeah. It's just one thing and then another and then whatever's grabbing my attention. You know, there's definitely a saying that goes like, don't put it down, just put it away. Yeah. And I keep telling myself that. And sometimes it runs through my head. I mean, I had a cold recently. And I literally, I was standing at the dining room table. I had to blow my nose into a tissue. And I had that phrase go in my head. Don't put it down. Just put it away. Which in this case would mean throw it in the trash can. And the trash can is, you know, like four feet from where I was standing. And I just looked at the tissue and I was like, nope. (laughs) And I put it on the table. That might be part of our problem. (laughs) I couldn't. I was like, I'm not going to do it. It's too much. I can't walk in that direction. That's not where I was going. I'm going away from there. I can't put it in the trash can. It's too much work. Oh, my God. Pick your battles, people. (laughs) I don't know if that's what that phrase is. Oh, it absolutely is. As a stay-at-home mom, pick your battles. (laughs) 
do you want to spend the extra few seconds walking to the trash can? No, you don't have that extra few seconds. <laughs> Not that I need to scrutinize all of your decisions, but I'm genuinely curious now. You saved yourself a couple, like maybe two seconds. Oh, I know. I literally, I criticize myself away. about that all the time. Like, Bree, that would have taken you three seconds. I'm like, where, I know. Where did you spend that two or three seconds that you saved? I don't know. <laughs> I don't have any particular direction that I went after putting my tissue on the table and not in the trash just can. Just the opposite of the trash can. Yeah, just the opposite of the trash can. <laughs> I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I maybe make that decision because it is one thing. It sounds so silly as I say it out loud. It's something I actually have control over that I can make a decision about when I can't have control over my screaming two-year-old who I might be chasing. I wonder if you mean it's one thing you can choose to neglect or be lazy on sure but i mean it's also something i can control like i can choose yeah it's something i have a cho- choice about a choice <laughs> something i have a choice <laughs> choice about <laughs> it's something i have a choice about i think that in this phase of life there are some really dumb things that i choose not to do simply because i know i have the choice the choice not to choice. do them <laughs> Right. And there's so much in my life right now that doesn't feel like I have the choice to not do them. And so what's an example of yours? I've, I mean, look right next to you. There's a several pieces of trap. Some of that. One yours. of them is my tissue. <laughs> As I look over there. <laughs> yep. <laughs> a little a bit of that one. is mine. <laughs> but I think, you know, it's the idea of I don't have to do that. And so I don't want to do it just because. I know it's something I'm allowed not to do. And I've I've done that in different stages of my life where there are certain commitments that I will intentionally say no to for no other reason. Then you can. Then it's the one thing I can say no to. There is a there is a sense to cleaning of control though. I think that a lot of times with OCD pulling in the therapist more. Obsessive compulsive disorder. Do I have OCD? No. Are you no, no, no. I'm saying... Are you diagnosing me right no, now? No, I'm not. I'm saying that oftentimes with obsessive compulsive disorders, there's there's quite frequently a cleaning obsession with you know one or multiple parts of it. It depends on the person, obviously. But I think one of the reasons for that is just because it is something that we have control over. You can always control washing your hands five times. Mm. You don't have control over whether germs are on your hands. Sure. You might, the soap might not work or whatever, but mm-hmm. you have that control. And I think that maybe some of that too is part of the spiritual cleaning of feeling like I do have some control. I have some choice. I have some agency in this moment, in this chaos that feels so out of control. Yeah. Uh, and And I think there is something beautiful and poetic and wonderful about the process of cleaning because you are taking something that is messy and overwhelming and bringing order and balance to it. You know, maybe that's why, you know, because having two children under two is a very challenging season to exist in, right? Slightly, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's really easy, folks. <laughs> Anyone who tells you it's not, um, I don't know. They're trying to knock you up. Deserves or two I don't children know. under two. 
<laughs> no, but what I was trying to say is that it would be really easy to recognize that with two littles that your house is going to be chaos. Yeah. And to just remain in the chaos, to live in the chaos. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's sweetness in that. There's, like, you know, because you're actually playing with your kids. You're yeah. not taking time to dust or whatever those menial tasks might be. But what I think is so necessary is sometimes in order to feel control in the chaos is why you and I particularly clean our house is mm -hmm. because sometimes the overwhelm of having little children it feels a little bit more manageable when our house is a little yeah, bit more put together. It does. I think my dinner conversation, dinner talk, dinner table conversation, table talk, table talk conversation uh, for this episode is one that we've done a couple times. And I think it's actually really enlightening to our relationship and how to care for each other is um, having the conversation about when does it feel dirty? Cause there are times when we'll come in, I'll come into the house and like, 90% of the house is clean, mm -hmm. but the living room isn't. And I come in and I'm like, oh, this house is a mess. <laughs> and and I don't realize it. I don't realize that that's like the one part of the house where if I just clean that, I feel like things are in order. Yeah. And and so I would I would encourage our listeners to have a conversation with their significant others, roommates, whatever, of what is the what is the area of your living space and also your life that if it is out of order everything feels out of order mm. or if it is in order things feel a little bit more in order and that might mean you know if if my work or my school or if my schoolwork's done then i feel like life is okay sure. if it's not i feel completely overwhelmed because as soon as you notice that and as soon as you invite somebody into that conversation too you Bree, are able to say trevor the house is clean it's just the living room or mm -hmm. hey trevor the house is a mess i need you just to clean the living room to help you feel better hmm. because if you do that you're gonna feel okay i did try to do that recently where like i tried to clean just the living room and it wasn't enough wasn't enough they might not be it, your spot <laughs> well i think i yeah i don't know i feel like it has to be like our living room dining room and kitchen all have yeah. to be clean that whole like just straight line. we spend like all of our lives <laughs> non-stop <laughs> well in way of edifying you i am so grateful that you are the other half of the chores that I don't like. <laughs> I agree. That was going to be my edification as I well. I like that you like to do the dishes and I get to put those same dishes away because yep. I don't I don't like doing the dishes and you don't like putting them away. And I love that about our marriage. And yep. I pray that for a lot of other people because it's very pleasant. I like cleaning whenever you are also cleaning because it feels like I'm working really hard to clean. And then I go to a different part of the house and it's also been cleaned. <laughs> it's like, it just feels like double the, the result. Well, and sometimes we have different focuses and you're yeah. like, oh, I didn't even think about, you know, yeah. just the putting toilets clean. Oh, my gosh. Well, that never happens. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. For all of those that come to our house. <laughs> we always clean the toilet for you. But not ours. Don't go to ours. <laughs> This is a sound very really gross. This is a really revealing episode. Guys, we have two kids <laughs> under two. Give us a break. <laughs> <laughs>
I think that's a good enough end. We clean sometimes, I swear. <laughs> Every other day, it just doesn't stay. <laughs> I wanted to hire a daily live-in maid. <laughs> I made that statement earlier today you in also, real life. You also asked if there was a mom in the house. <laughs> it's like, we need a mom in this house. <laughs> that can take care of all of this. And you just looked at me and was like, um... <laughs> We have one. <laughs> and you're like, no, I didn't even get my statement out. And you're like, no. <laughs> Not me. Another mom. A more momming mom. A more momming mom. A more momming mom who has it more together than I do. <laughs> A mom that does dishes right after dinner. Mm. Oh, my mom always did dishes after dinner. She has her life together. Yeah, I think a lot of people might have their lives together. There are also lots of people who don't. (laughs) 